0: Hi, Matt. Hi, Ashley. And hello, listeners. Welcome to the AF High List. Matt and I are hanging out here tonight because we have reached a wonderful occasion. We've hit number sixty on a big old fat list of one hundred greatest American films that was set forth by the American Film Institute in the great age of nineteen ninety
1: eight. In the year of our Lord nineteen ninety eight. <laughs>
0: Our Lord is 1998. It's true.
1: You think with all the stuff we're watching <laughs> that we, like, just worship exclusively the year 1998,
0: 1998. I was, like, seven, so I was, like, hitting my vibe. I was, like, I'm human, and, like, the 98 was so specific.
1: <laughs> yeah, in 98, I was eight, and, like, I always kind of lump that in with the Y2K, so it's, like, I was... 8 9 10 11 you know yeah. through 98 through 01 that's my coming of age years
0: yeah those that's are seminal <laughs> years that's why we're so weird <laughs> and i would say sad <laughs>
1: yeah well 2001
0: yeah i don't know what happened that year <laughs> but something kicked it kicked it weird but taking it back we're not in 98 today we're living in 1981, and um, also 1940. Something, something. With number sixty on this
1: list, it's Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's Indiana Jones, baby.
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark. Let me just say, like, when you get to a point on a very long challenge of a list of one hundred movies, and you're at number sixty, I feel like. We were crawling out of the we were crawling out of the 50s. We, really we were, were like, come on. And dragging our like whole body out of the sand. Just like, come on. And then we see the mirage of Steven Spielberg <laughs> in the distance. He's like, come on in the 60s. In the 60s, I got two of my movies in this. And <laughs> I'm like, I love Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and I'm just dragging my ass over there. We have made it. The we, mirage was real.
1: We have made it to an eighties movie <gasps> as well. Nineteen eighty one. We've had we've had a couple seventies recently, but mostly oldies. Oldie mode. <laughs> so it's also nice to be modern as well. So we got Spielberg. We've got. Modern, we've made it to number 60. Yeah, We've done it. We have Mm -hmm. watched 60 of these fucking things, which means we have been high at least 120 times (laughs) since this started.
0: (laughs) Here's the thing I don't love when you share that statistic (laughs) anymore. After, like, the 100th time, I'm like, hmm... People are going to think we have a problem, (laughs) but to make myself feel better, it's taken us years to do this list. And this is a
1: business. This is a venture we have done (laughs) with this podcast, okay? We're getting high for you, not for us.
0: (laughs) I am getting my taxes done Friday. Do you think I could write my weed (laughs) purchases? I cannot. I guarantee I can't. Once
1: it's federally...
0: (gasps) Ow! Yeah, for sure.
1: Once it's federally legal, you might be able to.
0: Yeah. That'd be fun. That's why they won't let us now. They're like, you guys are all going to find a way to make pop like a part of your like routines. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I already we already
1: have. have. <laughs> Even without it being written offable. <laughs> Come on.
0: And I think like I think like a good comforting high is just like done so well with a, <laughs> with a early 80s Spielberg vibe. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I felt so cozy. We had breakfast We made brownies. Like, that's what you do when you're watching Spielberg.
1: The only thing missing was it wasn't a Saturday morning. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like,
0: like just the the sun is really bright. Yeah. It's early in the day. You don't have anything to do but maybe vacuum. (laughs) Yeah. And then you sit down with some Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm saying that they're both there. I'm not saying that that's the title of the film.
1: (laughs) You didn't do it. I'm not mad at you.
0: (laughs) Stop getting mad at me, Matt. I can't take it anymore.
1: Well, you did, you did do Star Wars, so that's why I'm upset with you. But you, I know you didn't do Indiana Jones. You, you, you added the title of A New Hope. I know that was your call in '77. So
0: I would absolutely <laughs> never. I have been framed, and this is absolute bullshit. Who is spreading these lies about me? And if it's you, how dare you, sir? Ruining my integrity. Gosh, I'm a girl who got on to Star Wars late. Boys hate me. Don't put that <laughs> I know. on me. I know. Don't I just, put that big decision on it's me. It's true.
1: I won't do that to you. <laughs> I think That's already enough hate in that Star Wars world.
0: <laughs> hilarious. No, it's, it's actually funny you're talking about Star Wars because, like, George Lucas is so much a part of this. And I yeah. don't think I ever knew that. But oh, okay. we have the Blu-ray... So we got to watch little featurettes, like we were little kids being like, oh my gosh, how'd they make my favorite movies? <laughs> <laughs> and we watched the hell out of those special features. That's right. Oh my gosh. Let's just get into it. Yeah. Matt, may I ask you, how many times do you think you've seen this movie?
1: Mm, a lot. was
0: <laughs> like would... too many to even yeah. fathom? Too
1: many to even fathom. This would be a great time to pull up like a brain calculator mm-hmm. where it could tell me, How many times? Because I know it's been a lot. Full times all the way through, probably about half that number. Mm -hmm. But like a huge number seeing it in parts, thousands probably
0: of times. So you're saying, no, no, you would say the root of the number that you've seen it in fragments. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> so i've seen a lot of times lots of times how many, how many for you i would say a lot of times but probably less than the times that you have okay but i still think a lot
1: <laughs> i would say i watch this movie every like two years I, I just i think within the i think within the last two years i do not recall because time what is it it's a construct that's not even real
0: <laughs> where are we We're floating on a rock somewhere <laughs> nothing matters
1: uh, but i think within two years i already covered this on my other podcast yeah and uh i don't recall that conversation at all
0: matt would you like to shout out your podcast <laughs> it
1: is the analog jones and the temple of film which podcast, is literally referenced to of. indiana jones yeah so our hundredth episode Nice. We did Raiders. How cute. And it was really fun. But I I had watched it before that, obviously. <laughs> obviously, I always watch the movie before we talk about them. So it's been like two years. And I feel like before that, it was like two years. Mm. So I feel like I watch this like every two years. So that's maybe why. How I many guy. years? Two years. Great, great, great,
0: great, great. Absolutely.
1: Um, So listen to that episode and tell me what I talked about in there because I do not recall. And if I repeat myself a bunch, I apologize.
0: I bet you repeat every single...
1: I've already repeated myself 40 times. Two years.
0: Two years. Every...
1: Every time I get high, it happens. I do it in real life, too, but I do (laughs) it way more when I'm high.
0: I think it's just a Matt classic.
1: Yeah, I just repeat
0: myself a lot. (laughs) You're just so charming. Look at those little dimples. You just have the cutest little dimples in the world. I can't stop. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. <laughs> I cannot. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Let's get back to work. <laughs> None of this silly stuff. <laughs> but definitely, if you want to hear more of a sober Matt talking about Indiana Jones and, like, really getting into the film and the VHS-ness of it, yep, check out Analog Jones, him and Steve Do fun things over there. Do fun, great work over there.
1: And I can tell you exactly where to find it. It's the 100th episode. But I actually think because me and Steve miscounted, I think it is randomly like the 102nd episode or something like that. So look around 100 and you'll find
0: it. I just think that is like the most beautiful (laughs) telling thing of everyone. (laughs) Like We are too busy to pay attention to meaningless, (laughs) trivial things like that. Absolutely. Well, we're celebrating today, number 60, this gem of a film, Stevie Spielberg. This is his third time on the list. We've seen his work. We have watched, um, what is it? Schindler's. Oh, this is his fourth time on the list we've seen.
1: Is it? Schindler's Jaws. What else? Oh, no. And then this one, and then four is coming up.
0: Yes. Close Encounters is coming up. So Schindler's List and then Jaws, which loved both of them. Had a great time.
1: Yeah, and Jurassic Park is missing from this list. Absolutely. Uh, sorely. And Saving Private Ryan is added in the new list. So in my brain, there's six. <laughs> Even though there's only five in this updated list, there's six because Jurassic Park, of course.
0: <laughs> Clearly the man did some great work. Um, The, big, the big six. Oh, yeah. no, E.T. We watched that one, too. This
1: e. is e. the fourth one.
0: E.T. It is like the biggest. I love E.T.
1: I love E.T. as yes. well. I didn't forget about it because I didn't love it. I forgot about it because I'm stoned.
0: Huh? You're stoned right now?
1: (laughs) Should I not have showed up to work (laughs) stoned?
0: No. The rule is you only come to work when you're stoned. This is the best job in the world. (laughs) It just doesn't really pay anything, which is like any other job I have. (laughs)
1: Yeah, any other job I show up sober to.
0: (laughs) I would say that, yeah, we've both seen it so much. It's one that just like is always... Is there an Indiana Jones television station? Like, Uh, I just think it was on so much growing up.
1: In Chicago, it was always on WGN. So my Chicago peeps know what I'm talking about. And probably on Saturday mornings, it was always on WGN back in the 90s.
0: Yeah, I loved, um, as a kid, I loved Indiana Jones. I feel like the adventure, for us when we were kids, like so many adventure movies were still being made.
1: Well, this is the prototype for every. I was. As we were watching it this time, I was like, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the prototype for every adventure movie that we had that came after it. Dude, <laughs> like, <laughs> can we like talk about a
0: huge influence that this had clearly on The Mummy? Oh, absolutely. Brendan Fraser. Like, I was obsessed with that movie when I was a kid. And I'm like, wow. Th- this was clearly, like, just effortless because of the work that Raiders did for it. Because yep. it is that, like, artifact type movie. It's that. Okay, my chair is <laughs> in a little bit. Um, it is that artifact-seeking adventure. Yes. How fun is that? Think of like national treasure. Yeah, absolutely. And shit. Like I love movies like that. Tomb Doom Raider, Raider. <laughs> <laughs> my fave.
1: And another one of our favorites is the reference scene in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Then yes. you called it out this time because we just watched Full Throttle. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, there's yeah. This movie has rippled throughout action adventure movies since it's come I think
0: out. every time Spielberg has something on this list it's like everything he did influenced so much of what so it's like we naturally have an appreciation for that man because he literally set up so many things that we like
1: exactly Exactly. It's
0: like, hey, do you like Stranger Things now? <laughs> yeah.
1: Spielberg had a lot to do with Spielberg that. Spielberg got a lot to do
0: with that, you know? Like the vibes he created so early on and also like innovation, uh effects like I mean obviously the melting face in this film we're gonna talk about, like Oh, great for stoner times. Like when you're just staring at the screen going, cool, how'd do that? <laughs> that looks cool. <laughs> that man's face melted off and he's a Nazi. Haha. <laughs> cool. Get fucked.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. It's fun. to. It's just like a fun watch. Yeah, and I think that's why we have such a familiarity to it because it is so easy to throw on. Mm -hmm. So throughout our young life, and you know it's PG, so it's not like it's pretty graphic for a PG, but it's not super graphic. So but I put it in line with like
0: think about like the Goonies.
1: Yeah, another Spielberg. Another Spielberg. Like I type. It's basically the
0: Goonies is like Indiana Jones for baby children. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the whole thing. It's like. Finding the, tr- it's a little bit more of the fundamentals, like maybe an early Indiana Jones, like an or- origin story kind of. Like, you get to find the map and you follow the tracks. Whereas in Indiana Jones, this dude does this shit all the time. Yes. And he's like a, it's like a James Bond. He yeah. is James Bond, basically, where it's like just random stories.
1: He's more adventure James Bond, where yes. James Bond is like action.
0: Yeah, I prefer adventure personally. I don't like James Bond so much.
1: Yeah, I'm an Indiana Jones head for sure. I love all these yeah. movies, I'm but not a James Bond guy. But they're Bush so <laughs> they're so similar in what they stand yes. for. No, they're exactly the same. But kind of thing.
0: But I prefer like a whimsical adventure versus more of like a stark stone face action. Yeah, thing.
1: yeah, I'm. I agree with you 100.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I'm. Uh,
1: I I grew up watching. temple of doom over and over again i was telling (laughs) you like my my grandparents house uh this is one that they had the set of the three and we just threw in temple of doom all the time because they had you know the heart ripping and the the crazy wild adventure and stuff like that that annoying woman and the kate capshaw being the most annoying person ever
0: (laughs) i think that for most watch like i've seen the first one the most and then I've seen Last Crusade, the second most, because I really like that movie. And I know you're on the end where you don't like that one as much. Uh-huh. Um, but I really like Last Crusade. I like Sean Connery in it. Like, I don't know. I just, it just felt like a fun, like... It almost does feel like a continuation of this movie, but I really like this movie. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a good number two, <laughs> kind of. And then Temple of Doom is totally that random, like, mushroom trip. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's the draggy trip, which may be really fun. Like, I I'm now that we watched this first one, and there's no more of these on the list, personally, I would like to have a marathon with you, because I missed the fourth one.
1: Yeah, I want to have a marathon as well. Like, yeah, I... And I want to see
0: what Shy up to.
1: Yeah, I really like Crystal Skull. I know I'm, like, absolutely in the minority here and the I, fans I of that movie. I think people are
0: coming around to that movie. But, like, I
1: really like it. And the reason that I like that one a little bit over Last Crusade, and it's totally like a, you know, I placed Dawn of the Dead third in the Dead trilogy. Let's see, because I like Night, Day, Dawn. I still like all those movies. Day
0: taste number one <laughs> i like that i love it um,
1: but it's like i still like dawn so it's like i put last crusade fourth but i still it's an indiana jones movie. i still like it but i you like put it fourth i like crystal Skull <laughs> a little bit more for the reason that and i definitely said this on the other I podcast but i'm going to sure. say it again because i always say it the first one's like the 40s cereal kill a nazis one the second one, Temple of Doom's a prequel, it's in the 30s. It's, like, a universal movie. It's, like... Big. Big. Um, it's, th- it's,
0: yeah. it's... It's theatric. Yes, It's dramatic. It's a stage, kind of. Yes. Because of that whole, like, big ritual... The opening ritual... scene.
1: And the opening scene, too, cool. where they're on literally a stage. Yeah, and... <laughs> for sure. But, like, yeah, but,
0: like the rituals are so big and, like, jeweled. and yes. It's over the top, for sure. Yeah. Well, it you
1: know, feels like of a... Of course you like that one. A 30s <laughs> one. Yeah, of course I like that one. And then, like, the fourth one is like 50s sci-fi b-movie really silly mm-hmm. like they all totally fit a thing and i i like f- three fourth you know last crusade mm-hmm. fourth because it's just 40s and nazis again and i'm like but it's so fun how like with the rest of the series goes through the yeah. different genres and the different decades that they
0: take place in And know it's really funny because i feel like <laughs> watching this because it's been so long since i've sat down and watched i'm like I'm going to watch Raiders of the Lost Ark from start to finish without the intention of following it up with another one right after that's on TV. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I usually catch them in blocks together mushed. For sure. So I think when I hear Indiana Jones, I imagine all of the plots in one movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: you imagine it as its tnt marathon because i literally was
0: like when we were watching and i was like is it already almost over and it was like they were literally doing like the the car chase scene when they've already got he already got the amulet thing or the medallion he already put it on the staff and found the location of and he already got it the arc it. And then he got the ark, and then it got and, stolen, and then it got stolen, and <laughs> then they were chasing, and I was like, "Is this movie almost done? Are we about to <laughs> melt faces like right now?" And Matt was like, "Yeah, there's probably like thirty minutes left," and I was like, "I remember every moment of every mo uh, every movie." So now I really want to see the fourth one and watch them kind of in order so that I can kind of get a grasp on what happens where. Because like such a big moment in Last Crusade, I think it's that one is like oh yeah, it is that one. Where they're like that one is so like Merlin y, because I think that is I think it is think a, Merlin, it is a Merlin, thing. Merlin. I think story it is a Merlin. With thing. drinking the where you're finding the cup so yeah. you can drink from it or the elixir yeah, yeah. of life or whatever. And that's like a a like almost like a medieval-type task, like a, yeah. a magical, <laughs> other old-worldly magic thing. And I thought that was so cool. So when you say that one's just a 40s Nazi movie again, I'm like, yeah, but... <laughs> in my brain, it fits because in the first one, he's they're looking for... The Nazis are looking for the Ark, and it is connected to biblical...
1: right story and now it's connected to like
0: and then in the second one i don't remember the story so i would have to like remember but i'm sure it's like some god or something mm. like because they always do stuff like that yeah and so the fourth one <laughs> you just said it's like a sci-fi one mm-hmm. so that probably is an origin of sci-fi like the loot that they're looking for has some kind of sci-fi connection to it. Don't spoil it for me, you know, mm. <laughs> but then the third one in my brain, just because it's in the forties and there's Nazis, it's like, well, the Nazis are looking for something different. They're looking for something a little bit more like of that medieval time of that, of that magic world, but a different kind of magic, not the occult. It's like alchemy. Right. <laughs> and shit. So in and runes and stuff. So it's like, a completely different genre.
1: It is a different vibe. So I that's how
0: I categorize them.
1: I talking about this though also reminds me that I have another problem with the movie because it does do that, which I think is <laughs> We're gonna
0: talk about Raiders of the Lost Ark, but talk shit about The other ones. <laughs> the other ones. <laughs> but not. Because I love them. I love them. We love them
1: Don't I'm talking shit about Last Crusade and I still love it. I just this it's is my fourth. This favorite.
0: is a big Indiana love fest.
1: But uh it looks like a 90s movie, though. The other ones feel like the older movies that they're supposed to. Like, when it's that boat chase scene, it just feels like it's, like, right out of, like, Patriot Games or uh, Clear and Present Danger, <laughs> which Harrison Ford was in at the time, you know, the time that came out. Yeah. It just feels like a 90s action movie, whereas this one feels so, you know, yeah. 40s adventure comic booky. Uh, the comic bookiness and the pulpiness is gone in the third I'm one curious. for me stylistically.
0: I'm curious if that is because they did try to use, like, a lot of, like... Bigger sets or so, like more defining sets and locations in the first one, and maybe when we go back and watch this other one, it's like clearly sound stages or something. Yeah, like there's that. a vibe there. Like, sure. yeah, it just
1: feels too big, and it, yeah, it just feels like of its time mm-hmm. and not timeless like the rest of these kind of feel or like of the time they're set. Also, Instead, Last Crusade feels of the time it's made as opposed to of the time it's set, where I think all the other ones feel like the time that they're
0: set. What year was the third one? Uh, it's the nineties, ninety one, okay, maybe. Well, 90. think about this too. 90? Like they probably were using a lot more digital effects. Like it was probably new. Oh yeah. Like to enhance everything. Like they like some of the people on like the featurettes of things were like, oh, you could really use digital effects to really enhance everything. And, and I'm like, well, that's just kind of the look we got used to in the nineties and the two thousands. It's like everything just kind of became digital, and now everything looks older. Because it was real. <laughs> Which is wild.
1: Yeah. And maybe maybe that's totally it. You mm-hmm. know? maybe oh, that's I'm sure it's a lot of things. Like, because it is such a look thing. So mm-hmm. maybe it is exactly that. But that's just, again, it's a minor complaint I have about the movie that I still like. I just, you know. I do love that you mentioned, like, the mummy. Yeah. And National Treasure and stuff like this. This one is a big definer for this genre for sure and I adventure think adventure genre. And I totally think that's why it's on the list. This is the sort of postmodern, I guess, adventure mm-hmm.
0: movie. It's not like I'm trying to think of adventure films. I guess you could consider like The African Queen an adventure film Absolutely. in a way because yeah. but it's like going down the river <laughs> yeah. and like that's in a different place. Mm-hmm. So I think that was what would be considered a films in the 40s you know but they're saying like the great adventure films are probably stuff like that Mm -hmm. but now this movie is about adventure films in the 40s which i think spielberg in that little intro thing said he was like what i grew up on was those adventure movies from the 40s where people went to different places Mm -hmm. and like found themselves In precarious situations. Right. And it's really funny to see, like, African Queen, which was probably... I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other examples I'm completely forgetting right now. But, like, on this specific list, that kind of comes to mind. I guess Lawrence of Arabia.
1: Which is Spielberg's favorite movie. Which shows with this movie. Spielberg, you did it better. But he did it better. Sorry, Lawrence of Arabia. Spielberg did it better with Raiders. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) But that's his favorite movie. He loves it.
0: That's beautiful. See, like, I, I don't ever want to discredit these films because they really influence. But it's beautiful to see, like, a director featured on this list so many times who was inspired by another director who was featured on this list so many times. And it's like, that is a, like, weird creative pulse that is awesome when multiple people fall on it. It's continuing the art. It's It's like Lawrence of Arabia is so high up on the list. And then you have what? All Quiet on the Western Front. And what's... Oh, no. Not All Quiet. Um, Oh, Bridge. Bridge over River Kwai. And what's the third one? Dr. Zhivago. Dr. Zhivago. Those things are enormous. And then Steven Spielberg was like, I love how big this stuff is. Yeah. And how like big the adventures are and there's car chases and like all of them too you know like there's just so much he loved about it that he then put his little spin on it and continued it and now people currently are like making films like young filmmakers who have been inspired by steven spielberg's body of work yeah that's gonna someday in like Fifty years, there's going to be a person who has three fucking movies on some great list. That it has the line. Yes. To jam- and, maybe, and maybe Spielberg will only have a couple, but they include the one. Like Maybe Lawrence of Arabia is still on the list, even though I'm like, of course you're going to keep that one. You're going to well, fucking keep that one. If on you're going
1: to keep any of those three well, no. no Br- bridge I, I think Bridge more. is better. I like Bridge more. Yeah. If you're going to keep it, yeah. <laughs> Lords of Raven, has got to go. Sorry, Spielberg. But yeah, no, it is cool to trace that lineage. Yeah. And I would have said if he didn't go down the Star Wars route, I would say J.J. Abrams was probably going to do that become the next. Yeah, he went more Spielberg, Lucas versus right where he was going to have like this classic. And like it's it's easy to make that comparison when you say like Super 8, which is totally a Spielberg yeah. send up or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I think if he did what didn't go the Lucas route and went the Spielberg route, he would have had that classic. Mhm. That, like, made it onto a top 100 list or whatever.
0: But well, here's the thing. It's not over yet because, like, like he's still making I mean, he's movies still gonna make stuff, stuff. But he could easily bounce back because, like, I guess of how intertwined Spielberg and Lucas are. Yeah. They're basically, could... like, the two auteurs of, like, genre. Yes. That have so much crossover. So much so that they literally use, like, Harrison Ford in both of the biggest fucking movies of all time. Yes. They're, like, Star Wars I think it's hilarious that George Lucas was like, no, don't take Harrison because he's like kind of known as my dude. And he's like, no, he's perfect for it. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, Lucas
1: has got his fucking name all over this one, too. So it's OK. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's like Harrison Ford. He did a good job.
1: Oh, Harrison Ford is Indiana, Indiana
0: Jones. Jones. I think he's...
1: He is Han Solo too. I was gonna say he just does them both so well.
0: (laughs) I literally was gonna say I think he's more Indiana Jones than Han Solo, and then I just thought about it for a second and I was like, No, I think I think Han Solo and Indiana Jones are more Harrison Ford (laughs) than the Flip. Flip,
1: yes, exactly. But they
0: somehow are. they he they're two different characters. Yes. Somehow But they're both within They're very him. Yes. similar. They're so similar, but like there is a distinction. Yes. Absolutely. I think Solo's way more like lax days. Like he's just like Space Pirate. He's a space pirate. Whereas then you have like the uh, collegiate. versus a professor. Professor who's still active. They're both like really good at what they do, like active wise, but they're. (laughs) who they are in their downtime is different. Very different. But both of them are within college professor.
1: Both of them I feel like are within Harrison Ford though. Yeah. Easy.
0: Easy. (laughs) Basically, Indiana Jones, he just wears glasses.
1: Yeah. And he's so good. It's
0: Harrison Ford with glasses.
1: You know what else Harrison Ford is for me? And I mentioned it earlier. He's Jack Ryan because I fucking love the movie Clearing Present Danger. <laughs> I like Patriot Games too, which he also is Jack Ryan. You're just saying
0: a bunch of names of movies I have never seen. You and watch Clearing
1: Present Danger with me.
0: I don't remember because <laughs> I'm high all <laughs> the time. <laughs> I love that wait, movie. Wait, wait, wait. Which one was that?
1: That's the one with. Uh, Willem Dafoe and there's Ooh. the big helicopter finale where he's hanging from the edge <laughs> okay. of the and like he has to bring in those army dudes. That's and, like
0: the description of every, every single one of those of movies. I know. Movies that <laughs> he has to bring freaking those army dudes. <laughs> oh my god, what was that movie with was it Rebecca De Mornay? Was she crazy?
1: Yeah, and the Racks of Cradle. It's one of my favorite movies too it's great i love that movie. that was great that's like what that i i think that's my favorite like family disaster mm-hmm. movie it's so delicious
0: yeah i love her and
1: i love rebecca de mornay in that movie
0: <laughs> it's a juicy role she crazy she's in that. fantastic in that movie dude i feel like Allie larder picked up a lot of those vibes mm-hmm. for is it obsession mm-hmm. or obsessed, obsessed with beyonce I yeah i love, I love that, that movie, movie too is I that love Idris? It? Oh my gosh. Idris, Beyonce, and Allie Larder. It's great. I love that I movie. love that movie so much. Those movies where like they're, you invite a random ass lady into your world. Yes. And it always goes super wrong and she wants to kill the wife. Mm-hmm. And it's... Those are my favorite subgenres. Me too. Of movies.
1: I love those movies. <laughs> love those
0: movies.
1: To me, those are the so one of the things we both love also is just kind of in general 90s thrillers. Yes, and I think those are the so base core core your baseline core level uh, 90s thrillers are based in those family. <laughs> Trauma movies, family breaking up trauma. I love a
0: family thriller where most of it has to take place in one two-story house.
1: Yes, yes, (laughs) the terror at home. (laughs) I guess that is a very 90s thing. But yeah, Yeah. I love those. And then it carried on into those 2000s thrillers. And now it's a two-story
0: home, but they're like modern all-glass homes and stuff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. In those Screen Gems movies. Because Screen Gems (gasps) kicks out one of these a year. And and I I see all of them. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) We've seen every single one. Every movie. You know what really excited me? Like When Invisible Man came out, Mm -hmm. I was like, it kind of looks like one of those 90s thrillers where... But it, or like the, hus, the husband's malicious. Oh, or something. I totally
1: like, got '90s thriller vibes from that movie. I think that's me. why I love that movie so it's juicy. much. <laughs> I, I, I totally juicy got 90s. Nice.
0: You know what? Is it Harrison Ford in uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer in What Lies Beneath? Is it Harrison? Yeah, dude. If you have not seen What Lies Beneath, watch that movie. They are so good in that movie. That's and a good thriller. That's too. a good one. All of those movies do paranoia so well.
1: Yeah. All of those family ones, <laughs> and the it's family paranoid the question, always...
0: Are you paranoid? Yeah. Or are you. And you never know which way it's going to yeah. go. Yeah, it's so good. You think you know, and then you're like, wait, is this yeah, legit? shit? All... Because she... you know, sometimes they're like. Is she like, crazy
1: or is he crazy? <laughs> What's going on Are here? they both
0: crazy? Is no one. Are they crazy? doing it?
1: Are they not doing it? Does he like her? Does he not like her? <laughs> <laughs>
0: is she going to kill him? Is she like... going
1: kill... to kill her? Is she going to kill her?
0: <laughs> are they going to make it look like she killed her? <laughs> yeah. It's always so... I I just love a thriller. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Juicy, Ooh. juicy 90s juicy. thrillers.
0: Yeah, that's, those are some good <laughs> throwback re- recommendations. Harrison Ford also, he returns to... He loves doing, like, fringe genre, kind of... He does some weird choices.
1: He makes some weird choices. I wish he made more, but I like when he makes his weird choices. It's like choices. Dennis Quaid. Oh, I Don't even Dennis get him started. Don't get me started on <gasps> that. What
0: is that movie you showed me where he had fire hands?
1: Wilder Napalm. Also one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: Okay. Listeners. Have you heard of the movie Wilder Napalm?
1: I bet they haven't. Not like in a hipster way. Just like it just disappeared. That way. <laughs> I have never
0: heard of that. And I loved it so much. It was. Oh, it was problematic as fuck the entire time. And I was yelling at everybody in it, but it was wonderful and bizarre in its creation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's an early Vince Gilligan if you're super into Breaking Bad.
0: Basically, um, two brothers can, they are uh, like pyro. They're
1: able to control fires with their mind. Fire
0: starters, basically. Yes. But he, one of the brothers, like the good brother can do it with just scrunching up his face. And then, isn't their name? His name his is name's Wilder. Wilder
1: is the... Uh,
0: What's the other I don't remember name?
1: because I can just hear Dennis Quaid being, Wilder, <laughs> you know, in his, like, Dennis Quaid voice.
0: <laughs> he is <Wilder>. so unhinged. <laughs> but basically two brothers who can both produce fire. One is obviously volatile, and the other is just trying to, like, make things, like, honestly suppress it.
1: Yeah, Wilder's trying to suppress it, and Dennis Quaid is, like, Bring trying to make money up. off of it. Oh, He yeah. wants to get
0: on TV and show it off. And he's nutso in it. He is absolutely crazy. And the first time you see him, he is dressed up like a crazy-ass clown. And I was like, what am I watching right now? <laughs> is this a Bill and Ted kind of thing?
1: <laughs> yeah. If you can catch it. Definitely catch a it. Wilder Napalm. Not gonna go on t- a long tangent, but yeah, like Dennis Quaid then follows it up with Beneath the Darkness. And Great. he's amazing in that. And then, uh...
0: Teens breaking into a house in a
1: crazy guy fucking it up. Yeah, and he's the crazy guy and he's wonderful and it. over over-the-top vapes mm-hmm. the whole time. And then... Yeah,
0: that is a strong <laughs> choice. We watched it that a second time. Like, we took a second viewing of that movie because we enjoyed it so much and the vaping was shocking.
1: I lo- I also love that movie, too. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was a very movie. strong
0: choice that I love that he made for that character. Yeah. And I feel like Dennis Quaid made that decision. Oh,
1: yeah. Dennis Quaid made some big decisions, Nick Cage-level decisions in that movie oh, and I'm very yes. happy for him for it. I love
0: it. With De- when Dennis quaid nick cages
1: and i think the payoff the final the pinnacle of it was intruder last couple years where he's the super creepy guy who tries to break up a family it's all tied together but but the long-winded thing i was gonna finish it up with i would have liked to have seen harrison ford do more like you were just saying yeah the stuff that dennis quaid ended up doing
0: i think we i think it's just too late now i think he's too old
1: no, it's over. It's I don't over. think it's gonna I think happen. I think the closest we get will it will be what lies beneath because it is yeah. pretty campy as well. It's it's vampy. See,
0: <laughs> I think 15 years ago he would have been incredible in like an intruder style. Absolutely. Oh man, I liked it. Also, speaking of Nick Cage, I'm gonna just give you this is recommendation. Recommendation corner. <laughs> <laughs> but we did watch that Nick Cage Five Nights at Freddy's. Basically, uh, what was that one called? Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. It was okay. I liked it. I didn't love it. I kind of liked his choices.
1: I liked him in it. I think it he was, was good. was weird. I liked him doing the cola thing and the arcade thing and then just like the slaughtering. Yeah. I liked. I liked it. If, if you
0: want like a stupid kind of teen abandoned haunted thing mashed with... A Nick Cage vibe Crushing fucking shit up Yeah it's like Uh Uh Didn't you Mandy. say it was like Mandy It's like Mandy I but seen like it yet.
1: Silly Cause Mandy's like more of a serious movie But it has a lot of crazy visuals And stuff like that If you want and some then, like, silly
0: dumb stapled to Mandy Yeah it is It's With a dumb animatronic Mandy, puppets honestly, I thought the puppets were really good Puppets were
1: good I, Like I said I like Nick Cage in the movie I just think the movie You know it, it's, it can sustain 90 minutes, I guess, is my question of that one. But another thing I want to say about this movie, we didn't even talk about this. We're in recommendation quarter still, right. so it's still operating in there. Their choice to use spoilers, if you haven't seen Willy's Wonderland, kind of. Their choice to use Freebird at the end. I thought it was an odd choice because of, like kind of the dusty car going down <laughs> the road type westerny kind of vibe it had at the end and they were playing Freebird. <laughs> felt like uh they were ripping off Devil's Rejects, which was like kind of recently in the big picture, you know, it was fifteen mm. years ago that movie came out. And I'm like, that movie already kinda of did that. Don't try to be that or try to riff that. I don't know, it felt ripoffy. I didn't like that.
0: That's like a really awesome specific reference and thought that your brain held on to I'm going to tell you that during my viewing of Willy's Wonderland, I was so fucking banked. I had no memory that they played Freebird. And I was not in a state where I would be capable to make a reference to Devil's Reject, a film I've seen one time recently, but only once. (laughs) So brava for your brain power of like locking it in. Because... Devil's Rejects
1: is one of my favorite movies <laughs> so also. I know it. every movie I've talked about today has been one of my favorite movies but truly they all have been. I mean say, <laughs> Rob
0: Zombie like took kind of like he did I know I don't like the Halloween movies but he like was really inspired by like Carpenter and shit but like put his own spin on it and pe- he's not as popular as those people but people will remember Rob Zombie forever.
1: And I think there will be some lists of... You're
0: picking up his new CD on Friday.
1: Picking up his new CD for Also, there was news today that he might direct the Munsters movie, which <gasps> would be perfect. I think it would be perfect. Oh my God, but I'm a fan. But as a super thing. fan, I think here's it would be perfect. Here's the thing.
0: I would be excited for it only if he could promise me that they're not going to be just devil's rejects, little fuck-ups where he just says, I'm going to come over there and skull-fuck the <laughs> shit out of you. I don't want that kind of language and behavior in my monsters.
1: I, I agree with you. I, w- I want it to be like super PG. Can you
0: imagine hearing that sentence in a room with your entire family?
1: <laughs> uh, I saw it in a theater full of screaming people who thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So different experience.
0: <laughs> we just like, I think we rented that thing or something. I can tell you, we popped it in. We got until that point, which is maybe like Three minutes into yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. And he tells his daughter, I believe, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna come over there and, and skull like fuck the this shit out of, out of you. Yeah. And the silence in my family room was insane. I just stood up and clicked the button and nobody talked about it. Everybody was like, wow. That's not the vibe we were going for. That's that.
1: not a Halloween.
0: No. We popped in whatever other horror movie we got at the vid- video rental. I think it was that thing where It was like, do you want to watch this or this? And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just watch that. And then we were like, let's watch the other one. <laughs> it was so shocking. And it's like, I wasn't embarrassed with my family. I'm sure there was a level, like, as a teen- teenager. yeah. When they I was came a out. little embarrassed about it, but, like, I watched Rated R stuff with my parents all the time or whatever in like foul language and like i have a body mouth clearly um, <laughs> which they hate <laughs> but um i think there was more just like i was so appalled at the language and behavior of it like i was a prude about it i was like no this ain't for me <laughs> that's that's the setup of this world where men speak to their daughters like that I'm I'm good I'm going to pass. <laughs> so never have seen that. But I do like Rob Zombie's. Also I've seen that motherfucker in concert like five times. Yes. We Rob Zombie people. Yeah,
1: every time he comes to town I go. <laughs> every every time he comes to town I go. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> because it's a good show every time. It's always so worth the like, money. It's 20 bucks. It's yeah. fine. He's always at like a venue yeah that you can afford. It's never like he's at like the biggest arena or whatever. And yeah, he's yeah, going to put not... on an arena level show no even though he's not in an arena
0: (laughs) dude how hilarious would it be if they booked rob zombie for super bowl
1: oh my god it'd be a great fucking show there'd be a lot of fun props and things i think
0: out there i think it would be but it would be also the exact same show he's played for the past that we've seen five times (laughs) it's the same show which i
1: love the show but i've seen it he
0: always has one new thing to incorporate that is usually a promotion for whatever film project he has coming up because he showed us like clips from like 31 before it came out Mm -hmm. which was just okay but
1: (laughs) i agree i agree i was like i like like some stuff in it you
0: crushed it with house of a thousand corpses i think yeah well i'm a
1: devil's rejects guy but I love Remember, House of Thousand Is corpses. that
0: what I said? I liked the You House.
1: like Corpses more because it's more fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Devil's Regent. Rejo- I was like, I'm miserable. He, it's he, a torture movie. He, he got into a period of misery that I'm like, yeah. I don't like it. I love Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem's great.
1: I think it's a sleeper. Yeah, I think that's a really cool movie.
0: I, I love any like horror movie that really goes for auditory sensations yeah. and trances and like sinister does that and like those are just movies the witch like, vibe in there. Yes, I love it.
1: What was the some movie just ripped off Lords of Salem in a big way? And I was like,
0: hmm. I think I literally said, "Is this Lords of Salem?"
1: Uh, I can't remember what it was now. Some witch movie that people liked a lot. That wasn't The Witch though. Um, oh.
0: No, it was more recent. Yeah,
1: uh, it was like some witch movie everybody
0: liked, and I was like,
1: eh, it's just Lords of Salem.
0: <laughs> I can't fully remember it, but uh, that's a good point. And if you remember, if you know the movie we're talking about, you're like, yeah, absolutely, it's Lords of Salem.
1: <laughs> what super popular witch movie from the last
0: couple of years just was the same thing as Lords of Salem? <laughs> I'm sure like three movies. Yeah, that's true. I just want to like do a call out to the world. Like, where are my good witch movies? Like do witchcraft in them yeah take the time because we just watched the craft again and it's so good and we like, had a
1: witchathon. we watched kind of all the big witch stuff
0: yeah and like we watched the the like reboot of the craft and i think they had it about halfway i liked like half of what they were doing i like the first half of that movie a lot it rocked and then like they kind of were lazy it's like they didn't know what the finale was going to be and they I thought, stapled it to the end
1: i was like did covid hit them like i, I think they, so I, I think the movie came out in like the summer so i was like it doesn't really track they probably would have had it finished before then but it felt
0: like rushed at the end they couldn't yeah.
1: like finish the end of the movie or something uh, yeah they it, just
0: like stapled a random explanation to everything and then i was like what
1: but, like, the first half le- leaves yeah. so many fun little breadcrumbs and then doesn't really do I anything. I loved either. how,
0: like, that one was more of, like, it's a coven of positivity. Yeah. And good. And then, like, it takes such a shift, but then, like, doesn't really dive into the dark side because, like, when in the craft, it's kind of the same thing. It's more about comeuppance and being, like, girls and finally, like it's more taking ownership of what they've been lacking it's way more of a darker tale i would say the first one and that's yeah, why i love it so much but i love the positivity that they were bringing in the new one but when they take a turn in the original to craft there's like a lot of detail that goes into like the dark fucked up nature of everything unraveling and i think the darkness of this new one was like compressed to like 25 minutes yeah (laughs) exactly so and
1: it is it's like you're saying i liked the kind of fun tone but then they bring it's like why bring in then the dark tone Mm -hmm. at the end and only just like give us a morsel yeah either don't or bring it in a little more fleshed out or
0: something (laughs) yeah i just want more like really good witchy movies i love witchy stuff
1: I made you watch the Witch House movies, which I love. Yeah, anyway. are
0: not they're not my fully thing. <laughs> they're not fully like kind of witch things. They're but... like not charmed, but right. like I appreciated what they were doing in some of the things. I mean, a lot of it's just kind of zombie stuff. Yeah. I, I hate when, like, witch stuff is just either Bring zombie stuff death. or basically vampire stuff. Like, you know, it's it's not That's why witch I like, stuff. People are lazy and won't do the research. That's why.
1: That's why I like the third one in that series, because I feel like they finally did witches. But you need to see the other two to get, like, the full story. I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous for this full Moon witch house series, but you do. You gotta watch the stupid first one. Second one's pretty good, mythology building, and then you get to pay off with the third one, which is the best one in the series, because they actually do witchy stuff in it.
0: (laughs) You said it. I I just want more detail. I just want more witchy detail, and that's, that's all I'm asking for. Right, let's walk away from recommendation corner before we get stuck in that I'm, tsunami forever
1: i'm good i'm good i feel like we got them all out
0: because <sighs> we've just been like you know what? i feel like we just like spewed out everything that we've been watching over the past couple of months when we weren't recording so like now no, we're you're just like up. we're like hey guys oh my god like we just got to tell you everything that we've ever watched yeah. and it's like it's a lot but you're gonna love it all or hate it all just let me know you can send us an email at What is it? I think the problem when I say that every single time is I say at before I get to the email, and there's an at in in the email. So it feels wrong in my mouth, but I do it every single time. (laughs) That's amazing. So definitely send emails to To? (laughs) afhighlist at gmail.com. I'm also going to take the time, and we're going to do it right now. We're switching it up. Go ahead and give our Instagram a follow, at AFHighList. We've been posting over there a little bit more, and we have some silly times. You also get little insights to when we watch pay-per-views, and when we're way too high. And I just, like, want to hang out with you guys, so.
1: Okay, we're in recommendation. We're going to let me do one more thing, and we're going to leave it, because you just mentioned it. I gave you the end. You gave me the end. AEW's pay-per-view we told we mentioned it in the last episode we were talking about how we were kind of catching up on AEW and we watched AEW's pay-per-view which was revolution <laughs> and it was fantastic yeah was the pay- there is a botch at the very end which kind of leaves all the wind out of the balloon but the rest of it all until the very end is so fun
0: I keep saying like for people who are not avid watchers of wrestling and stuff imagine your image of a big wrestling like like a wrestlemania like mm-hmm. everybody has an image of what like a full wrestling stadium looks like obviously less people cuz of covid mm-hmm. um but the energy is just so high and everything is heightened and everything is crazy and the fights are like long and choreographed and there's like a lot of moving parts going on and you six, and also they're doing way less pay-per-view, so like it's a stacked night. You have eight anticipated, highly fights. Yes, you're going at full speed, balls to the wall the whole time.
1: All your stars are All there. All
0: your stars, everything's going great. People are like, yeah, like, and you get to the final
1: minute match. of your no, show. No, no, no. The final match
0: which is a paper a main event pay-per-view moment between John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. If you know these names, cool. If you don't, they're just wrestling dudes. Well,
1: for context if you're listening to this story, they're huge in huge. AEW. They're the main event. And they I guess they've been featured in other pro- I don't watch the other promotions, but they've been featured for years in the other okay. promotions as well. Uh, Moxley's from WWE event uh, originally, so
0: yeah, they talk shit about him all the time because he came from WWE, and that's <laughs> yeah. like a whole thing. Like, I don't understand the politics of anything. Oh my God, don't even. <laughs> I can't. I can't.
1: But like, so these are huge yeah. guys for this show. That's all I was. I was just giving oh, context yeah. to why these guys were the main eventers.
0: Yeah, so there are two dudes who have started a beef. And they had decided that the stipulation for their main event match is called a what?
1: Exploding barbed wire death match.
0: An exploding barbed wire (laughs) death match. And no, this is not a first time. This is popular, or not popular, it is known... It hasn't
1: been done in the States in 25 years, but it has been done.
0: So this is something that wrestling has already created. (laughs) Yes. And so everybody's like oh my god there's gonna be barbed wire all around the ring and there's gonna be explosions so the fight happens there's barbed wire all around the ring people are bleeding there are explosions i'm cringing clutching my pearls i'm like no it's that every ever... time
1: you touch the barbed wire they explode also
0: it's like hey just so everyone knows regardless of what happens in the ring at 30 minutes all the explosives are gonna go off and there's a big ass timer on the wall and everybody's like oh it's gonna explode and you get to your last minute of your entire thing and everybody's like three two one
1: not even that hold
0: on you've
1: also set up there's a rivalry between Moxley oh, yes. and Eddie Kingston that's been going on, and he's the one making fun of him for being in WWE. And they came runs up together. out. They had this huge feud, and Eddie Kingston's gonna run out and save his life from this he, exploding ring. He
0: jumps on top of him. He's like, "I'm gonna save my f- old friend." And it's and a redemption Arch-driver. story.
1: It's beautiful. He's
0: like, "I'm gonna save you." Three, two, one. And that's it.
1: (laughs) Sparklers and a couple firecrackers. And that's
0: it. And how sad of that moment. Because everyone was like, I got on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in a year. I got on Twitter and everybody was like, can you imagine putting on this amazing fight? And everybody's (laughs) only going to talk about how the botched ending of your fireworks not going off brutal
1: truly it was on on course to be like th- what was probably going to be one of the best pay-per-views of the year regardless of i patch. think it
0: was basically AEW's wrestlemania yeah <laughs> sure, and sure. it had a big oopsie
1: yeah <laughs> it was it, like on course to become
0: or royal rumble i guess
1: yeah uh a big one <laughs> and, and then that happened <laughs> and it's like don't let it take away from the four hours prior that were amazing yeah. But it does it's it really does, funny. it's a bummer. It's, it's a bummer. It's really that funny happened. because
0: I was kind of posting on I don't post a ton on social media anymore, but I was like stoned and I was sharing with the world our version of watching AEW, like every match I would do like a little video of what the crazy shit was happening. I caught the moment. Yeah. And my reaction says it all. I, I guess I'll I maybe I'll post it on the
1: <laughs> Yeah, we'll post it <laughs> again the after Instagram. this episode.
0: Um, but yeah, I literally was like, Is this supposed to be more? <laughs> it <laughs> and was sad and because we were so, we laughed really like, hard. It was, it was so funny, but like, I bet humiliating for the people who like put so much effort into it.
1: If you're into wrestling, don't let it deter you. Oh, it order was great. the pay per view. It it's now, it's, I think, 20 bucks because it's already been out. It's an amazing pay-per-view. Definitely watch it. But the ending, oof.
0: I'm happy I gave you an end to discuss it because I know you've been dying to update them. (laughs) Itching. (laughs) Talking about wrestling on a podcast is addicting. Like, if we we could change this 100 listen to a wrestling podcast, we would in a heartbeat. (laughs) (laughs) But we can't do that because we have 40 more movies to go. (sighs) And I guess we should
1: get back to talking about this one. See, here's the thing. I'm going to just Blanket statement though About Raiders of the Lost Ark I think this is such Like a A movie movie And a movie fan movie And just like It makes you love Just pop culture And stuff you're watching Like I think that's what Led us down This path Yeah We got fired up by Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think this movie is that it gets you fired up about cinema and your, you know, your favorite kind of entertainment.
0: This is a nineties Coca-Cola poppy Corn combo movie. Yes. It's it's a bite-sized little morsel. You're excited to like you can watch it with anyone. You can watch it whenever. Yeah. It's just a staple.
1: And it's good. And it's good. It fills you up.
0: Does and it and like nazi's faces melt oh we should talk about the melting for sure just because it's awesome it's awesome (laughs) faces melting and done in a practical effect always great i love practical effects i don't care if it doesn't look fully real it's Awesome! I love when they switch dummy heads and cut back, and it's an exploding head. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, which happens in this movie as well. Also, (laughs) this movie gives us two melting dudes and an exploding head. That is the content I am looking for. i Require as a film fan. (laughs) I love it so much. I think it's funny.
1: Yeah, this movie delivers on everything. It gives me everything I could possibly want. It kills Nazis. It kills Nazis. Karen Allen. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Melting faces Exploding heads, blood
0: Can we give a shout out To the beautiful Karen Allen (laughs) And if you have not seen The film Starman
1: Also stunner In that one too
0: I think that that is Under I think it's my second favorite John Carpenter movie
1: It's a great one I adore that movie as well
0: The Thing and then Starman for me (laughs) I Loved that movie. I love
1: Starman as well.
0: Holy cow! And it's basically a movie where for 90 minutes or however long it is, you get to stare at Karen Allen's amazed face <laughs> at crazy things happening. And Jeff Bridges is in it too. He's a baby and he's naked a lot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All true things about Starman. Yeah. yeah. I love them. I love them.
0: Oh, movie. that movie's so good. The score is, like, earth-shattering. Oh, yeah. Dude, you have to... If you ever see that Starman is playing at a theater, go to the theater and sit in the front row and just stare at the screen.
1: If you, and, and the sound. Yes. Like... Get rocked. Dude, if that ever got a re-release in, like, the Atmos, <gasps> that would be so good. I cried
0: the first time... I, saw, I Did we see it in the theater?
1: We did. Uh, I think that was the first time you had seen it. Was in the theater.
0: I cried. It was amazing, but not in like a cry way. I was just my eyes were open and tears fell down my face. I was like, "This is beautiful." I loved it. It just spoke to me in a way. Yeah. Another recommendation corner. I can't be stopped. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Starman, but as the well.
0: whole thing is she is so magnetic. She's great,
1: Marion. She's a great character Marian. in this. She's a uh, badass woman who take charge. She kind of makes no the
0: best of every situation. Like with he, she gets a. Uh kidnapped by the nazis and then the dude who wants to do the ritual he doesn't give about give a fuck about the Fira. he just wants to do his little magic thing
1: yeah he just wants the power and he, yeah. he just
0: wants the yeah the power of the liquid face he has thing. no allegiance to no, anybody he's like fuck the fiera. <laughs> i'm gonna do my own thing <laughs> <laughs> it's like well you're still bad so you're going to get liquid face exploded um but i think that when he is just like i want to see you in this dress and she's like, I bet you do. <laughs> I was like, that is the response I feel like I and a lot of women would have. Right, it's so real and casual. Like it's just nice to see a woman in the forties, like that was almost like the Catherine Hepburn yeah, style. Totally, and she I, is like the Catherine. And I in love this movie. those women. They just felt like, b- b- or before their time. Yeah, and like I think. She is capturing that 40s vibe very well. She's a woman who drinks heavily. It's definitely like the Katherine Hepburn. Uh-huh. She drinks fucking heavily. She looks great in slips and nightgowns uh-huh. and fancy dresses. And she... She doesn't take any shit. She doesn't take any shit. But yeah, but then she like puts it on. And I feel like I would be like, I'm not going to put it on, period. But she does it in a way where I'm like... I think she just like wants to treat her clothes.
1: Well, she no, she does it to take the dress off so she could put the knife under the dress to hide the knife. That's why she does it.
0: That's why she does it. But I think I think she's like okay. I think I'm in a safe. Like she, well, she's she, in control. She's in control. She knows of she's it. in control. She's of that not situation. like fearful because you know some movies. It's like I'm not going to do that. She could say that line and it'd be like. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Like it's like a sad thing. But yeah, she does have control. And then they start drinking and like she is controlling the narrative of that whole scene the whole time. And I'm like, she's a great character. And yeah, she gets kidnapped a million times. So it's almost like she's a damsel in distress. But and she doesn't want to be on the ground with the snakes and stuff but she is a person who did not ask to be put in the situation and she copes with it and uses her her skills to put herself in the best situation that she can. Obviously Indiana Jones is like he's got a whip, he does this on the weekends all the time. So he's going to be in control of the situation. But I think she holds her own in this.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right on in that like I think she nails the 40s. Yes. Sort of Catherine Hepburn, take no shit, badass women attitude, but also spins it in a very 80s, you know, feels modern watching this movie. So it is Mm -hmm. a nice combination of the time she's referencing and, like, today. She feels very, like, postmodern. And then what I think her character is in that movie leads, again, paints a picture for some future characters in these types of movies and later 80s movies and 90s movies and things like that so i i think she both perfectly captures a time and then she also sets a trend
0: as well i think a reason i didn't love temple of doom this is my memory of it. I haven't seen it in a long time. So I could just be like putting a stereotypical glaze over the whole memory of it in the terms of the woman in it. And she, I I know, is capable in it as well. She also uses her skills. And so I think it is continuing that. But I think just the portrayal of her and her attitude the whole time is so over the top annoying. She's almost like, filling she's in the...
1: She's sta- Yeah. She's, uh, Karen Allen's kind of a postmodern damsel. She's still getting captured, mm-hmm. but she's fighting her way through the whole time.
0: Kate Capshaw's more just, like... She's less relatable.
1: Oh, is it raining? Oh, well, there's the rain. <gasps> we knew it was coming.
0: Oh, that's stunning. Sorry, guys, it's raining now, <laughs> but this is, like, beautiful as we're wrapping up. Oh, my gosh. It's raining. Well, we're almost done, so just bear with <laughs> us if the rain gets too crazy. Um... <laughs> But I think, yeah, just in Temple of Doom, seeing that kind of stereotypical, like, loud woman who's, like, quote-unquote, it's also sad because, like, Indy seems frustrated by her the entire Mm -hmm. time, so there's no real warmth except when he has a hard-on.
1: Yeah, and we know it's true because it's a prequel, and he ends up with Marion in the Mm -hmm. timeline anyway, because she's... The Temple of Doom, Kate Capshaw, is not in the story yeah. when we catch up to Raiders. So because that's a prequel, she is just booty. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> booty for
0: Mar- her. Mary and him have not seen each other in, like, ten years, right?
1: No, so Kate Capshaw is
0: going to be the middle. She's in the middle of it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, what a difference okay yeah so he ran away to probably go like on a million adventures i don't know i want to know their story like i think mary it's so it, it clearly is a big deal where she's like fuck you immediately when he comes back in but it's so unspoken and that's kind of the fun thing about them it's like it feels real yeah it feels like they're like the last time we saw each other was absolutely awful And, like, it affected my life. But it's, like, as they warm up to each other, they fall back into a pattern, a comfort. Like, they get closer immediately. But it just feels more real. Whereas the second one, it's, like, why is she the love interest? You hate her. Yeah. It's so annoying, you know? And it's, like, that one's more of, like, the passion hot romance or like the the love Physical. the pa- yeah it's just it's just it's brief like a flame yeah
1: and marion is warm and yes That's it's more of a
0: bonfire have. versus like a flame <laughs> you know yeah totally and uh i just think for me, that's not relatable because I'm like, no, I want the whole story, you know. <laughs> and also, she was so annoying in it. <laughs> I yeah, can't. I agree.
1: She's anybody who says like short round is too have... annoying. The woman is way more annoying. I love it. It's a it's a warmth when I watch this movie too because I still love Indiana Jones. I love all. The, I do. I love all the movies yeah. for different reasons. Um, and like. It 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 has that Saturday morning warm blanket feel. <laughs>
0: it's like think about the Batman's and oh yeah oh everything like There's that. There's a deep love with. There's the a Batmans. deep love. It's a nostalgia. It's and also those are very comic booky in a way. Like Indiana Jones as well is very comic booky because his adventure and James Bond and all of those things they're recurring. Batman he can be in any form. Yeah, it's just a hero
1: on a separate
0: adventure (laughs) on a separate adventure think about like cartoons of batman and stuff it's the same thing doesn't matter who the villain is this time it doesn't matter if the villain looks completely different this time and it has the same name it's a different iteration of it and it's really nice when that stuff can be like reinvented over and over again and harrison ford was able to do that for four of them that's cool And we'll probably get a reboot soon.
1: I think we'll get one more out of him. One more out of him. I think we got the Star Wars one more out of him. So he was
0: just standing around a
1: little bit. Well, I think he's hanging on to do that with Indy as well, and then then I'll pass the hat. He's working
0: out right now. He's like, I gotta crack that whip.
1: One more,
0: (laughs) get that whip. and I gotta be afraid of snakes again.
1: I think he's gonna. I I think so. I don't know. I could eat my shit on that one, but uh. don't eat your shit.
0: (laughs) Whether you're right or wrong, just don't eat your shit. No one's forcing you. Yeah, no, there's no (laughs) pressure here to do that. Um, But yeah,
1: I hope he gets to do one more, and I hope I don't have to eat shit. (laughs) You you know, I don't have to eat shit. Nobody's making
0: me. I'm gonna just let you go. (laughs) Spiral. See how far he goes down. I'm like, he has been talking about eating his own shit for five minutes. What am uh, I to do at this point?
1: If this was the first time, you'd have real concern. But at the second time, now you're just planning an exit strategy.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and I have A, B, and C options.
1: <laughs>
0: always have multiple exit strategies. That's
1: right. Always. I love when a plan Especially
0: when someone... Starts talking about eating their own shit. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) And with that, I think we should go over to Munchie's. (laughs) What an
1: excellent transition work.
0: (laughs) What'd you have tonight? I hope it wasn't (laughs) shit.
1: How dare you. How dare you. I just wanted to give a special shout out Mm. to Toast with Jelly on It. Uh, I love just it's the sa- It was the same kind of vibe as this movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Classic, classic,
1: enjoyable. Filthy Saturday you up. morning. Saturday morning, just yum.
0: I think <laughs> there's <laughs> just something beautiful that is that. Like I, I say it, that's the movie you want to br- make breakfast to and make brownies to. Like that's what we did. We made breakfast for dinner, and then and had had, had some small batch brownies that are just precious.
1: And it was fucking awesome. And it was delicious. And I felt so good the whole time. Yes. We took our blisses again. We talked about the nineteen oh six. Yeah, nineteen oh six
0: Bliss is great.
1: Yeah, that that was also like perfect on that's the level awesome. with this movie. It's
0: just nice. We're just in a blissful time, and that's the kind of mood you want for a pairing with a movie like this. Absolutely. Yum yum. munchie time.
1: We didn't really talk about it, but I am gonna give this movie five out of five Nazi monkeys. <laughs> dude, there was a
0: Nazi monkey. There's an
1: fuck that monkey, dude. He was a Nazi. Don't befriend that guy. He's an asshole.
0: He ate poisoned dates. He got what he deserved. That's
1: right. Steven Spielberg always gives us that too. Yeah, the guy, bad even guys the, always. Even
0: the monkey gotta come up. Its, yeah,
1: the bad guys always get come up in Spielberg movies.
0: That monkey didn't have to have its face melting off. But that monkey ate dates that were poisoned. Yep, and you and, get
1: that for being a Nazi monkey. And
0: Gimli from Lord of the Rings was like, "Hey, don't eat that date. That monkey is dead." <laughs> <laughs> and I believe that's what he said verbatim <laughs> in that tone, <laughs> except with a booming voice. Or the worst
1: that you can forget. Yeah, you
0: know? <laughs> I literally was like, "Oh my god, are we in the mines of Moria?" Do you believe it's twenty years
1: since that fucking first movie came out? What movie? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, it was 20 years. 2001.
0: I, I'm not even 30 yet. How is
1: that possible? Somebody said they're planning like a 20th anniversary screening, and I'm like,
0: 20th anniversary? Will I have my vaccine by then? <laughs> I love Lord of the Rings.
1: <laughs> Can you believe that? 20 years.
0: Wow. That's, that's That puts some stuff into perspective. <laughs>
1: but anyway. Jonathan uh, Reese davies Get yes. back
0: to him. <laughs> oh no, I was just making a reference to the Mines of Moria, where they go through in the first one. Mm, that's, yeah. that's where Gandalf falls. Through fire and water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> first one's my favorite. Recommendation, course. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the first one's my favorite. At least I like it's them.
0: connected because John Reese davies is in it. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, I... I like all the movies. Mm -hmm. I even
0: like the Hobbit movies.
1: I like the first ones more, for sure. But Mm -hmm. I even like the Hobbit movies. Uh, Not super obsessed with them. Didn't see when they came out. But Mm -hmm. I like them all. The first one is so good. The first one's my favorite. (laughs) I love all of them. Oh, the
0: Fellowship's beautiful. But I love, like, the world
1: building and the beginning of the journey. And, like, it's happy and it's dark. You get a little bit of
0: both in there. I feel like that was one of the big times in, like my generation when i saw a new movie and i was like whoa it was it was huge in a building. Another
1: game changer peter
0: jackson peter, peter jackson is one. kind
1: of that thing you were talking about yes influenced my spiel in a specific genre yeah and then eventually had his movie on the list i think that's a through you can go lawrence of arabia yes yeah in Lord of the Rings, I think you absolutely can.
0: Peter Jackson's a huge one for that. It's the world building is insane and I would say James Cameron in a way too because Avatar, like I know people have like, they're like it's just, uh, what is it, Ferngully or something and I'm yeah. like, yeah, the same story's been told a million times but did you see it with your eyes? It was pretty crazy and if you saw it with my fresh eyes, I thought I was going to see Avatar The Last <laughs> dodged a bullet there Uh, (laughs) but i literally went in there and the my dad and i were just like oh we'll go see the 3d of this and he was like do you know what this is and i was like i think so and then we went in and i was like what and my dad was like that was the effects were crazy like that opening weekend of i saw
1: that first day i saw that opening day and i had me known and, nothing
0: and, about it
1: me and mike Yakabuchi went and saw that opening day <laughs>
0: what up dude <laughs> what up yakko <laughs> what a shout out
1: um, we saw that fucking opening day at the navy pier imax because <laughs> we were both like it's like an innovative thing we have yeah. to see like this new 3d and yes. imax and world shit first day yeah. Are you kidding me? And then fuck all those people that are like, it's Frank Gully. It's like, hey, I like Frank Gully and I like Avatar. <laughs> Avatar was fucking crazy, man. What are you telling me that that shit wasn't amazing? Get Dude, out of here. That movie's awesome.
0: <laughs> look at the world building. They did actual like fake research <laughs> of a world that doesn't exist, so much so that they made an entire like traveling museum about Pandora that I (laughs) went with my family because they were like, Ashley loves Avatar. One of my favorite photos of myself ever was taken at that museum exhibit of the Pandora thing. And it's just next to next to a picture of Natiri. Is that her name? I think so. Okay, so. yeah, Zoe Saldana uh-huh. <laughs> on the on the dragon thing. I haven't watched it in so long. We gotta watch Avatar. See, this movie just makes me want to build worlds. Yeah, it makes me want to watch movies too. Adventure, all of them, all of them. Give
1: me all these fucking movies that are delicious. Like I think this. it's
0: just like I really appreciate when someone puts a lot of like thought into the world, the history. That's why the Tim science. Burton's one of my favorite yes. people too. It's like For, Spielberg,
1: yeah. Tim Burton. Like, these guys... We that, just
0: watched Sleepy Hollow again. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. That world is so rich.
1: I... We have now, I think, twice recently... Uh, it's empty. Oh, God. <laughs> we have now twice recently watched Sleepy Hollow. Kind of with the sound low talking over it. hmm Because we've both seen it a ton That's of great. times. So you, we, you get know, we're sucked shown. into
0: watching it. Though. Well, you do
1: get sucked into watching it. But before you kind of get sucked into watching it, you could just drink in that world. You don't need to hear anything anybody's saying. You could just look at it and you're just like, oh, I'm getting nourished. <laughs> I love that shit.
0: It's so, the whole, it's a different world. Everything is skewed on a different scale. And yeah. I'm like, yes, the light quality of light is different. They are paying attention to stuff like that. Yeah, That is so rich and wonderful. I love world building. Harry Potter. It does the same thing. You know, like all of that stuff that is visual and like comes to life.
1: Tying it back to this movie, I think Spielberg is so good at this. This is like a real timeline. Like they're talking about Nazis. It's yeah. the 30s and 40s. They're talking about like it's, there's a, you know, he's a professor. It's not otherworldly. You know, it's not sci-fi. Mm. But, uh, oh, shit.
0: But it's a parallel universe, kind
1: of. But, yes, thank you, thank you. Spielberg, he's still building a world. Yes. Where it is kind of like B-movie logic.
0: It's It's the whimsy version. Yeah. It's the magical version.
1: Yeah, but it's like, it's real life stuff, but it's in such its own Indiana Jones world Mm -hmm. that you just want to swim in it. (laughs) It's
0: like all the realities we have, it's like, oh, well, it's the same reality as this, but... Hitler's looking for an occult object that will melt faces.
1: When the ghosts come out.
0: When the ghosts come out. (laughs) And we're like, nice. Cool. (laughs) I dig it. I dig it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like on the couch in our little Jim Jams just going, yeah.
1: Eating toast with jelly.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. And you had some biscuits. (laughs) I had biscuits instead of toast. Um,
1: So good. But what would you rate this
0: movie? Oh, we forgot all about that Recommendation corners, budging its little butt everywhere. (laughs) I almost went on a crazy rant about Harry Potter, but I'm gonna save you guys that for another day. Save it for another episode because I'm sure they'd love to hear it. Oh my gosh! Don't table that one for
1: another conversation. Yeah, I want to get into. I've been watching the series again with you. I want to get into it.
0: I know. I think it's just (laughs) spoiler. It's my opinion on the third movie, and you know, it's a style. You can you can assume what I'm gonna say. You can you know me. We (laughs) we know each other. We know each other. What I'm gonna say, you hear it. It's cool. I'm going to give this movie five Wilder Napalms out of five. Nice. Nice. Because it's the start of a really cool adventure series. Pretty fun. I love treasure hunting. I love adventure. Spielberg's great. (laughs) So I dig it. Five, baby.
1: And the movie's fire. That's
0: why Movies Fire. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, you know I what? I could potentially give this, like if I was really critical of this movie, I was like, I could give it a four point five, because I guess it's one out of all of those movies that I revisit less. And I'm like, nah, it's still fire.
1: Yeah, that movie's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's just like
1: I agree with you because it's My not...
0: preferences are like E.T. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, I'm E.T. Jurassic, Jurassic, jaws, Park. Jurassic Park Jaws. Of, yes, yeah. Yes, I've seen jaws sure. like every single year and or more. Yeah. For my entire life. <laughs> same.
1: same. Jurassic Park, the same. Uh, and I love Hook as well. I'm a Spielberg bitch. I love mm-hmm. Spielberg. Um, but yeah, I would agree with you. This one maybe comes, it's not one of the first ones that comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, when it's, it's, it's
0: almost cool. too classic where it just like fades in.
1: Yeah, it just blends. It's always there. <laughs> it's always it's there. It's always there. So I, 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 if I was being super critical, I may say that this is. <laughs> Lesser than, but not, than like an E.T., so maybe it would be a 4.5, but no. It's still a 5.5, yeah. two. I completely agree with exactly in what you way, just In a way,
0: sometimes I feel that way about Star Wars. We're... Star Wars. <laughs>
1: Star Wars. <laughs>
0: it's literally silverware fighting <laughs> in space. Um, But Star Wars, I kind of feel that same way where it's almost to the point where it's so classic, it's just always there. Especially now it has even more films. There, the legacy is huge, and it's like everyone knows Star Wars. And right. everyone has always known Star Wars. It's been a long time, and we all know what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. I bet most people on this planet know what
1: Star Wars is. I feel like I knew what Star Wars was <laughs> since I was very young. You yeah. know what I mean? It's if they always haven't been there. seen
0: it, they know of a movie called Star Wars. Right, it's, yeah. it's in so much pop culture, so it's like I feel like it's just kind of classic and always there. But when we watched it, I was like... It's a good movie. <laughs> you know, like, it's just always there. And that's nice.
1: And I think this one, I gotta series but I have to give this a five because this one, in a series where I would give them all fives, this is my favorite Indiana Jones. Yeah. Ge- this is my favorite Indiana Jones. It's Geos. the classic one. I love this movie. The
0: face melting is the perfect kiss of an ending. Yeah. It's so good.
1: I've seen Temple of Doom the most, but that doesn't mean I love it the mm. most. This one is my favorite. I love this one. And I have I do I have a real soft spot for Temple of Doom, but number one, amazing. Oh, on this the is indie number list. one for sure. And I love all four of them. So This is the perfect
0: introduction. <laughs> I think Indiana he's so specific in his character in this one. I think I think he's acting more like Han Solo in the second one.
1: I feel like it well, Maybe, because I feel, like more he's acting, I feel like he's acting like Jack Ryan in the third one. So maybe. Maybe he's just doing whatever he's doing as around he, the time.
0: As he grew up in his career, like, it kind of got more just Harrison Fordy. Yeah. Like, I think that's just who he became. But, like, I think the second one, yeah, he's a little bit too Han. But, like, the first one, it's like, that's Indiana that's Jones. That's Indiana Jones. That's his relationship with his partner and the and also his friends his um, students how they yeah. react to him and stuff oh, and oh how he cannot speak
1: to them gotta, but that one girl like wants to hump him
0: <laughs> I got to give a shout out to that fucking teenage girl or like early college girl with love you written on her eyelids and she's blinking at him all slow and he's like what <laughs> What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is happening? I think that's such a hilarious thing.
1: Yeah, what a a detail. Yeah, gives us those delicious
0: details. Oh my god, it's it's just funny. It's just phylums. Oh, and he also gives us the detail. This is just the very beginning of the movie, but, like, a little last thing because I mentioned it to you. He's literally writing Neolithic on the board, and then he, like, kind of, like, is spelling it out as if he forgot how to spell it, and everybody kind of giggles. And I'm like, he's already so human. He was a superhero in the opening sequence by, r- like, running from a boulder and, like, all of the big thing. And then he goes back to his, we see him in his Clark Kent Mhm style and he's so relatable and funny and the girls love him and he's like really knowledgeable in his field and he's respected and like the government is coming to talk to him.
1: I also love that like he he yeah he has that mo- that very human real moment where he's trying to like spell but also like to the other the, the extra detail of like he's almost too smart to be a teacher. Yes. Where like he's almost too dry to listen to like he's just spouting all this stuff that he just Nonsense. knows. Yeah. That Is just in his head.
0: (laughs) I think that sometimes, like, if you're so smart on one subject, it can sound like nonsense. Yeah, because if you don't
1: speak that language,
0: it's it's on autopilot for you. No, you speak the language fluently, so you don't know how to connect it to people who don't know what you're talking about. And I think that's
1: another. Detail so about I think him that I was love.
0: kind of the vibe of the students. They're like, haha, uh-huh, he can't spell like us. And then the girl's like, He's so cute. And he's like, No one's listening to me. I'm gonna just uh talk in my way of speaking. Yeah. Because he's so smart about it. Right. He's well versed in it.
1: Yeah, he's smart. He just yeah, it's like it's too smart to connect. <laughs> yeah, what I a fun that.
0: little bonus end discussion on it.
1: I could talk about this movie for another three hours. Yeah. And then the, all the tangents it'll take me out as well, but nine I'm, hours of talking. I can't do that
0: tonight, but yeah, I think we're going to wrap up here. We've made it through 60 films on the list. It feels very, very rewarding. Um, next. I'm pretty excited too. We have number 61.
1: How do you follow up Spielberg? Hitchcock. Hitchcock
0: baby. <laughs> Hitchcock's back on the list. So it's pretty exciting. I, I've already loved the ones we've watched of him so far. And we have Vertigo next, which I'm super stoked. We were just talking about thrillers and stuff. So like, let's get in it, baby. We got
1: another action thriller coming up next here. So here we go. (laughs) So
0: yeah, keep an eye out for that episode next Thursday. Uh, Follow us on the Instagram. Shoot us an email. Be kind and wonderful to people.
1: Send Ashley your
0: dogs. Yes, I want photos of puppies. I need a dog right now. Um, oh my God, we met all of our neighbors' dogs and there were lots of them. Yeah, and they were and all sweeties. they all loved us. They
1: were all sweeties.
0: <laughs> they were just like hopping up on my lap and I was like, oh, you're mine. I'm gonna steal you.
1: Yeah, all the dogs in this building are super cute and they are all very friendly.
0: See, doesn't that sound like a really wonderful environment for your dog to be in when you give them to me? <laughs> All right. (laughs) Until next time,
1: we've been high.